0: Hoping to incentivize more value-based care, the Trump administration has unveiled a long-awaited reform to the anti-kickback rules for physicians. A once-prominent CEO has been found guilty in North Carolina, and Bernie Sanders says despite recent health issues, he's in no rush to release his medical records. Those stories and more coming up on Just Healthcare Daily. It's Thursday, October 10th, and I'm Alex Olkin with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. The Trump administration has rolled out a major overhaul of federal rules that prevent kickbacks for health care providers. The physician self-referral regulations, known as the Stark Law, have not been significantly changed since they were enacted in 1989, according to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. CMS and the Department of Health and Human Services announced that the proposed changes will peel back the unnecessary regulatory burden on physicians and other health care providers who've been worried about stiff financial penalties if they violate the rules. The reform is being billed as a way to support health care systems move towards value-based care, and it's one that CMS administrator Seema Verma has been working on for a while. Here's what she said in a speech earlier this year discussing the underlying reason for changing the Stark Law. But In a system where we're transitioning and trying to pay for value, where the provider ideally is taking on some risks for outcomes and cost overruns, we don't have nearly as much of a need to interfere with who's getting paid for what service. The government and the patient are paying for outcomes, not individual services. This week, Verma reiterated the point. She also told reporters the looming threat of liability under the Stark law has so far discouraged many providers from pursuing value-based arrangements, according to Fierce Healthcare. Specifically, the Stark law prohibits a physician from referring certain healthcare services payable by Medicare if there's any financial relationship with the entity providing the service. The rule change would allow for permanent exceptions to the anti-kickback rules so that legitimate value-based deals could move forward without running the risk of penalties. Healthcare providers would have to submit a document to the government making it clear what patient populations are being targeted and how the arrangement will improve outcomes. Here are some examples of what could happen under the proposal. Specialists could share information with primary care doctors to better coordinate care for patients. Doctors would be able to work with hospitals on patients who are being discharged by sharing data or using remote monitoring technology. Employment relationships between doctors and hospitals have changed since the Stark Law was enacted. Loosening these regulations could lead to more meaningful incentives and collaboration between hospitals, doctors, and providers. The former CEO of Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina, Dr. Pat Conway, has been found guilty of driving while impaired and of misdemeanor child abuse. The ruling comes after Conway collided with the back of a tractor trailer this summer while driving on the highway with his children in the back seat, according to the Raleigh News & Observer. No one was injured in the crash. Police officers who arrested Conway said he showed signs of impairment and was being belligerent following the accident but refused to take a breathalyzer test. Initially, Conway was allowed to return to his position, leading Blue Cross Blue Shield, having completed 30 days of rehab. But the situation changed last month when footage of the accident and a damning police report describing the full details of the incident surfaced. Calls for Conway's resignation intensified, and he eventually stepped down. His lawyers say he intends to appeal the decision. Amid the scandal, Blue Cross of North Carolina was forced to put the brakes on a planned merger with Cambia Health Solutions. Representatives of the company say the delay is only temporary. Until 2017, Conway served as the head of the CMS Innovation Center. News of Bernie Sanders' recent heart attack has rattled supporters and raised questions about the presidential candidate's health. Speaking to ABC News, Sanders says he was dumb to push his body so hard.
1: I've been doing, in some cases, three or four rallies a day, running all over the state, Iowa, and Hampshire, wherever. And yet I, in the last month or two, uh, just was more fatigued than I usually have been.
0: The 78-year-old says the heart attack will change how he runs his campaign. By Politico reports, Sanders does not intend to release his medical records any sooner than originally planned. He's currently back at home in Vermont, resting up, and says he does plan to be at the Democratic debate next week. The heart attack has given Sanders a new plug on the campaign trail for his key issue, Medicare for All. On Twitter, he's already used the incident to promote his plan to reform health care, saying it shows a medical emergency can happen anytime and no one should fear going bankrupt if it occurs. Sexually transmitted diseases have hit a record high in the U.S. That's according to new data released this week from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Nearly two and a half million cases were reported in 2018. Of particular concern is the jump in syphilis. Cases of primary and secondary syphilis rose about 15 percent year over year. It's the most cases of that STD reported in nearly three decades, according to CBS News. The number of cases of syphilis in newborns is up nearly 40 percent. The situation for congenital syphilis is especially dire in California, Texas, Nevada, Louisiana, and Arizona, reports Kaiser Health News. Meanwhile, rates of chlamydia are high in much of the South, states like Mississippi and South Carolina. And St. Louis has the distinction of being number one among counties and independent cities for both gonorrhea and chlamydia. The CDC's director of STD prevention says the rise in congenital syphilis isn't an arbitrary event, but actually a symptom of deteriorating public health infrastructure and lack of access to care. Since 2003, the CDC's STD prevention budget has gone down steadily, according to Reuters. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, news of the court ruling against Johnson and Johnson sent the company's stocks down, closing down 1.9%, Merck was up 1.1% and Anthem was up 1.2%. The broader healthcare sector was up 0.69% at the end of the trading day Wednesday. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. Check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.